with today's Jaldi 5. Here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Welcome back to Jaldi 5, the place you come to pick up fun and interesting stories from all over the world. I'm Tarana. I'm Jaggu. And feel free to take these stories with you into conversations and parties to use whenever you feel the need to chip in with something novel. These are your five for today. Number five. The world's most expensive painting is little bit missing in action. You will remember that the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman paid four hundred and fifty million dollars for Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi at an auction in November two thousand seventeen. In a crazy bidding war, his representative outbid Liu Yiqian, the Chinese billionaire and art collector. Now Liu is the same chap who bought a Modigliani painting a few years ago for one hundred and seventy million dollars and paid for it with his American Express. credit card but back to mundi almost a year after its auction it was meant to go on display at the louvre abu dhabi but it never showed up and the exhibition was postponed indefinitely now comes news of another exhibition it's been pulled out of the louvre in paris is preparing for a massive da vinci exhibition in october to honor the 500th anniversary of his death no museum has more leonardo paintings than the louvre itself and on top of that institutions from around the world are loaning works for the show one work that will not be part of it however will be Salvatore Mundi even though it was kind of expected to be So here's some history behind that painting Nobody knew until recently that it was Leonardo's work Matter of fact a little over a decade ago it was bought by two art dealers for under $1200 When it went through extensive analysis and restoration is when experts considered it to be a Leonardo painting It's been controversial ever since its first public viewing at the National Gallery in London who called the Salvatore Mundi an original Leonardo and that's where it made its name After the auction and all that opening drama the louvre has now said that it could not include the work in its upcoming show unless it was referred to as a work by the artist's workshop meaning it could have been done by one of his students or painted under his supervision but not directly by him okay think of it like this okay imagine you owned a 10 crore mf husain work and then someone told you that it was actually painted by ramesh who was in charge of cleaning mf husain's paint brushes and then one day decided chalo i will try them out myself what do you think the value of the painting would be so one art historian ben Lewis, who has just published a book about the Salvatore Mundi saga, said that if the work was reattributed to be a painting by Da Vinci's workshop, the value of the work would go down to somewhere about 1.5 million dollars. That's 0.3 percent of what Mohammed bin Salman paid for it. So, like hell, the Crown Prince is going to agree to that. So, anyway, it's not showing up for what is possibly the biggest showing of Leonardo's works in our lifetime. So, where is it? Right now, there are two theories floating around in the art market. That it's either in an art storage facility in Geneva, or it's been put up in Mohammed bin Salman's luxury yacht. You know, I'd like it to be on the yacht. At least that way, someone gets to see it, yar. Number four. A TV show has turned the site of the world's worst nuclear disaster into one of the world's hottest tourism destinations. Ever since HBO aired Chernobyl, which is a dramatization of the aftermath of the accidental nuclear explosion, tourist bookings to see the actual site in Ukraine have shot up. Now the site is about a hundred kilometers from Kiev and can only be visited along with a licensed guide. Even though they've allowed visitors since 2011, one of the guides said that the people coming nowadays mostly say that they decided to book after seeing the show. It's almost as if they watch it and jump on a plane to come over. Some sections still remain off limits, but travelers can visit the abandoned city of Pripyat as well as an observation point around 300 meters away from the new safe confinement, a massive steel sarcophagus that covers the remains of the nuclear reactor that exploded. According to the guides, the reactor unit and a Ferris wheel at Pripyat's deserted amusement park are the most popular with visitors. And although the Chernobyl site has been declared safe to visit, visitors do express 
concern about radiation levels but the guides say it's safe to come it seems a visitor is exposed to lesser radiation in chernobyl than he would while taking a chest x-ray the idea of touring chernobyl could sound morbid to some considering what happened there and the thousands of deaths that it led to but it's probably still better than people trying to visit wakanda after watching black panther number 3 This whole water shortage thing is making people think of some out of the box solutions and Cape Town in South Africa probably has one of the worst shortages for a metropolitan city. Their drought like situation 2 years ago has led to water rationing for its residents even today. Which brings us to ice pirate Nicholas Sloan, a professional marine salvager who hopes to drag an iceberg from the South Pole to South Africa. Basically, his wife was used to taking two baths a day until the water rationing hit and she told him, "You better do something about it." To his credit, he is seriously on it. He plans to bring in a large iceberg because it needs to be economically feasible and he expects that it will cater to about 20% of Cape Town's needs for a year. He's very precise, huh? He says it would need to be 3281 feet long, 1640 feet wide, 820 feet deep and weigh around 125 million tons. For perspective, this would be more than 500 feet taller than the Burj Khalifa. Sloan says that he's assembled a crack team of glaciologists, oceanographers, and engineers. He's even secured funding from two South African banks and a Swiss water tech firm for the project cost of 200 million dollars. All that's left to do is secure an agreement with the South African government. He'll be able to prepare the mission within six months. He is aware of the risks, but is ready to roll. The plan is to encircle the iceberg with a plastic net. Then use two tankers and two tugboats to pull the iceberg into a helpful current. And after a three-month-long journey, it should arrive at the coast of South Africa. By the way, iceberg harvesting isn't an entirely new concept. Way back in the mid-1800s, Chilean breweries would tow small icebergs, sometimes fitted with sails, for refrigeration purposes. And someone in the UAE had previously thought about dragging an iceberg from the Antarctic to provide water to the kingdom. No doubt, it's a Herculean effort and a risky venture. But a man's got to do what a man's got to do to keep his wife happy. Number 2 In a very roundabout way, Instagram has ended up making the city of Perth in Australia spend almost 300,000 US dollars on a toilet. One of the most photographed travel attractions in Perth is the Crawley Edge Boat Shed. It's a bright blue wooden structure that sits in the water at the end of a wooden pier that many locals drive past several times a day without noticing. But because it looks really cute and sits along the Swan River, which creates a beautiful backdrop, it's become really popular with Instagrammers. But that location is is also inconvenient it's along the river but also just off one of the busiest roads in perth so tourists park in areas on the other side of that busy road and then run across the road making it dangerous the other issue is that the nearest toilet is 2 and a half kilometers away so the closest restaurant to the boat shed has issues with all sorts of tourists coming to use their facilities and the owner has said that some of them have been really rude and abusive to resolve this the city's administration has decided to build its first solar powered toilet for the tourists to use costing almost 3 100,000 US dollars to install and another 15,000 US dollars every year to maintain. I'm starting to see why many cities charge a lot of money for people to use public loos. You know if someone is going to want to pee out of sheer excitement of taking a photo that's going to get many many likes, he might as well pay for the pleasure. Number 1 And finally, somebody found a blue lobster. Yes, such a thing exists. It's not a scam. 
though they are incredibly rare so it's kind of worth mentioning in case you ever come across one Arnold's lobster and clam bar in the US got its regular shipment of live lobsters and suddenly found a pop of color in the consignment the restaurant's employees spent a fair amount of time staring at it wondering how this happened fortunately they've decided not to cook and serve it up as an extra special restaurant special the plan is to keep it on display at the restaurant for another week and then donate it to an aquarium by allowing visitors to see the lobster the restaurant owner hopes to inspire the younger generation's appreciation for marine life he said maybe one of them can become the next marine biologist the university of maine's lobster institute yes such a thing exists said that only about 1 in every 2 million lobsters is blue and that rare discoloration comes from a genetic defect that causes the creature to overproduce a particular protein see you learn something new every day now that you know that a lobster can be blue we leave you to find the answers to the questions can a parrot be pink can an elephant be thin if a rhinoceros and a hippopotamus mate do you get a hippopotamus it's a rap on jaldi five for today we'll have to hear from you so please note jaggu uses jagguism on insta and twitter and across social i'm at tarana raja get in touch you can also email feedback to jukebox at bookmyshow.com and follow bookmyshow on facebook instagram and twitter for updates on movies events and theater gigs and also check out our long order show it's called the odd couple also available right here on book my show a new episode will be out on friday until next time i am jaggu and i'm tarana okay bye 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 jaldi 5 with jaggu and tarana exclusively on book my show where all you got to do is hashtag #just press play